Welcome to Cross Culturish, the podcast where nerdy traveler friends talk about everyday cultural experiences. We're learning a lot and want to learn with you. This process is fun, and sometimes it's funny. So why not record it? Hello, and welcome to Cross Culturish, where we talk all things culture. Um, this is, I guess, what you would call our intro episode. Uh, some have called it, what was greet. it you called it? Meet the meet and greet. greet. That's the right. Meet the meet and, and greet. greet. Everyone say hello. Everyone say hello. Hello. Greetings <laughs> and meetings. <laughs> hi. Like at one time, I was kind of like, hey. Yeah, you could just say hi. <laughs> Um, but this is this is basically we wanted to spend some time and if you're here you're checking us out for the first time uh to tell you what this is about why did the heck should you listen and hopefully you can learn a little bit more about or maybe they heard a podcast episode but they don't know who we are so this could be something you could reference back if you're like, who are those people that I heard oh, that you know amazing what? podcast true. episode? Like, who are these people? That There's is very five true. Oh, wait, this is very... this meet and greet episode? I would love to meet and greet these people. We See? are pretty cool. So that's why we Here's decided to record this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, we started talking about putting this together almost a year ago to the day. Almost right? exactly, mm-hmm. yep. Um, it just takes us a while to get things going, but, <laughs> but I always wanted to, I, these, these are friends of mine and my wife that's on here and we'll introduce in a second, but I always wanted to talk about culture and how it's shaped my life and how being in different settings other than the one that I would call home, um, has really been a big part of my life. And that's something that I talk about a lot. And I told these guys in Puerto Rico um, about a year ago, hey, we talk about this stuff. Let's record it. Let's record it. Um, but I think, why were we in Puerto Rico? Friends Scuba. trip 2019. Scuba yeah, trip. Friends yeah. Tri- yeah. I know. Marcos, Marcos and I, you, we, we got scuba certified because it was a lifelong goal. And we needed it each was. other to push ourselves over the edge. So we got certified. We decided to we go got certified to, with uh, scuba. I was gonna say scuba. Steve, <laughs> <laughs> I, got some, I was gonna call him Prison Mike because <laughs> of uh, the, the Office episode. Show. That's a TV show. No, it was Scuba uh, Guru Jersey. Scuba Mike. Guru Jersey. Yeah, Mike. Jersey Mike. I don't think shout out to Scuba Jersey Guru Mike. I think you and I gave him that name, or was that his given name? You no, know, I think that's his name. You look look him up, Jersey Mike Scuba. I'm sure it pops up. He he was the self proclaimed Scuba Guru. That's what he was. Yeah, he we might have. It might have been internal language that now is external. Anyway, we decided to get scuba certified, and then we and he to did go a diving. great job. If you ever listen, we're really happy That's with true. the way. I would. I would highly recommend. In fact, yes. I gave a Google review. I did. Uh, I did too. Jersey Mike, but now we. What well, anyway? We'll scuba Guru. <laughs> but we went to Puerto Rico to go scuba diving, and it was on that trip that we had the first conversation about potentially podcasting. Oh no, you but guys, no, but wait, we did yeah. do the bioluminescent oh, bay. Yes. <laughs> we oh, need to plug that hands goodness. down. Best time ever. Whoa. It's true. It's do you just it. remember this I now? Think, Aaliyah, Aaliyah? I think you need to tell us about it. Yeah. Yes. It was like 
I, as soon as you said scuba, I was like, yeah, we scubaed that one or snorkel. Sorry, that that the girl snorkeled. I was like, yeah, that wasn't nah. the best snorkeling of my life, to be honest. So I was thinking through that. And then I was like, oh, wait, I did have the best snorkeling of my life. And it was at night in a bioluminescent bay. And guys, I'm not a strong swimmer. So I, I guess I, I start that to say the fact that I was out in this dark water for 45 minutes is really saying something. <laughs> like at one point I was holding on to the side of the boat because I was so <laughs> tired, but I didn't want to get out. I, it was so magical. There's some scientific explanation in terms of algae and water temperature and, you Who know, Google the, current. It. So the, the way that the currents come in as well. Yep. <laughs> and um, so we went out on this um, snorkeling boat at night. And when you jump in, it's your movement activates the the current of the water or like the algae and they combine and blow up and it just makes sparkles in the water. And it was so cool. It was so awesome. It, it looked like pixie yeah. dust. Yes. It looked like to me, like it just looked like when you swam, like like I was sorcerer Mickey. It was like <laughs> Avatar yeah. meets yeah. witchcraft we under the water. Like it was so Tinkerbell. Cool. Yeah, it's it like the so weirdest cool. thing to it explain like to people because you can't like it's like sparkly, and to them they're like sparkly. Why is that? I don't know, but it just like your whole and body it, sparkles. It's pitch black. Yeah. So that's yeah. yeah, that's why the sparkles you can really every time you move your hands are um, like fizzing and sparkling and shining and yeah. I don't know how other way to put the sparkle part but it's really cool but there was probably like how many 30 yeah. people on this boat yeah so that was an interesting yeah. dynamic as well because like we're swimming in the dark and so you're kind of like yelling for your team it was like David Lauren <laughs> where are you well yeah you we say? gotta do the meet and greet we yeah we should probably introduce ourselves so so Sarah do you want to introduce yourself talk a little bit about who are you? Who are these you people here? You already introduced me. My name is Sarah. <laughs> um, that's it. That's it. That's all I'll you're going to get. Uh, let's see. I um, I mean, as Marco said, like all of us are kind of from all over. Anytime anyone asks me where I'm from, I usually decide what answer they sort of want to hear, to be honest. Um, I grew up overseas, grew up in South America, and then we moved to New York, close to New York City. Uh, and then I did university in California and then since then have been in a lot of other different countries um, which you'll probably hear here like occasionally on this thing um, but so I grew up obviously in a country that wasn't my own but it was my own but I was an American citizen because my parents were American um, so knew from an early age like yeah that kind of navigating between cultures that third culture aspect I think is very much something that makes up me uh, so I actually really enjoy talking about culture. So when we were in Puerto Rico, uh, we were in a car for a long amount of hours. and <laughs> But we all talk about this stuff. And I think I've always mm. felt very comfortable talking to you guys about culture and even my identity as a third culture person. It doesn't, it's not strange. It's not weird. You guys understand it. Um, so I've always appreciated our friendship, but also just being able to be really comfortable in that and like navigating, like we were even talking about Spanish words that were different from like Puerto Rico and Dominican versus mm -hmm. Mexico mm -hmm. and Ecuador yeah. and fighting about it so and which one was correct. 
Um, but just those kind of conversations. Which the Puerto Rican uh, ones no, are correct, no. by the way. But yeah, it's actually know. called yeah. maracuya. It's called parcha. It's called parcha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Chinola. Um, so Chinola. it just, like, as we were doing that on that trip, it was just a fun. And then we sort of realized, like, oh, these are fun conversations. And so to me, it kind of, this podcast lets out kind of that creativity aspect, but also being able to just talk about things that I really enjoy and talking about culture and all of that stuff so yeah that's me and i mean your resume includes mm-hmm. uh, cultural intelligence trainer right what that's, what was that's that? true for my that's a little plug for me thank you david yeah. um i am a certified I just want people to know that we're professionals i know we are here. professionals <laughs> i have been uh certified to train people organizations whatever in cultural intelligence and basically kind of the cultural aspect of emotional intelligence and all of those things the cultural intelligence takes it a step further and helps people navigate uh in that cultural atmosphere if you will like the values that we adhere by and have been raised in or whatever it is really sort of determine a lot of our actions and again stuff that we really geek out on which i love talking about with you guys so that's what I like about this group is that there's a lot of formal education and expertise, but we enjoy it and have fun with it. So we tend to approach it informally. I think mm-hmm. most of what we'll record will never have an academic tone to it. It won't be something that uh, we go on to do TED Talks about unless TED is listening. <laughs> um, then I'm we're willing, willing to I talk. I can talk about how Madagascar yeah, is the correct, fo- the correct word to use. Um, and then I'll do the counter <laughs> TED talk and but, say why it's not. <laughs> but the reality is, because I just look at this group and I realize there's a lot of expertise and depth to it. So, um, Marcos, to answer your question in a way, what do I think about this podcast? What do I hope to contribute and be part of? Is is that it actually is something that is deep. Culture is something that's very complex, and yet we can approach it informally in a way that I think is fun that's what i like about it when mm-hmm. when we were in the car for hours or on a boat and okay i just Puerto need to Rico. address the car situation really quick <laughs> i never so, minded the no, car I no 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 i, I just it. i just no 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 i don't think you guys minded it but i just want to say when i take people and my friends that i really love to puerto rico i want to show them everything because puerto rico is an awesome 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 place and puerto ricans feel that way so I ended up, and this is confession time, I ended up feeling a little guilty because the way that, I know that Lauren wanted to go to a particular beach that she knew about and I was like, well, yeah, we can fit that in and then we wanted to do something else and I was like, oh, yeah, 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 we can fit that in and I just like, the thought of you guys not experiencing some of the things that we saw like was for me like, no, 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 like they need to see everything which turned out to be a lot of time in the car. I saw the island. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, I, even though I am not from there, I feel like I am a, mild expert because i was able to see so much so i'm thankful oh. for that and i wasn't driving so i didn't care yeah yeah road trips with friends is always my preference so you get to know people and places re- much better through road trips so the only time i remember specific acute criticism and it was not coming from me and it wasn't really coming from marcos but when you get historical you run the risk of getting hysterical Oh, go ahead. Get hysterical. We want to know what happened. Well, it was it was the early morning wake up call where I remember the the biggest resistance. But that, again, was because you and I were going to scuba dive in the morning. 
and so it required an earlier uh can you just say how how early maybe <laughs> was it like four thirty or five? It was pretty dang early. Yeah. It was before five a.m. Let's okay, just well, be clear. Guys, about we did an awesome scuba. <laughs> it was an awesome scuba was dive. Was it was. We went to La Pared in in La Parguera. Look it up. It's awesome. It Anyways, that's, that's well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so not going to get hysterical. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I like I just know that. We may not always hit home runs with these podcast episodes, but there will be times when we sink our teeth into some of these issues that are really complex and can be challenging. And I guess maybe to the naked eye, they can be overlooked. But I know that this group um, will will look a little bit deeper and see things below the surface. And that's where I love to spend time thinking and uh, and helping others see it as well. So... I look forward to having conversations with y'all that are stimulating and get me thinking in ways that maybe I wasn't already. I like the idea that we can help others think that way as well. So that's what I hope um, and, and looking forward to this podcast, Cross Culture-ish. Um, anyways, anyways, who hasn't introduced themselves yet? Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I'll go. Um, so I think really my first my first awareness of culture um, happened at my first sleepover as a child. It was the first time that I uh, experienced a family that was uh, noticeably different from mine, um, which I think is, when I look back, is surprising um, to think that it happened that young. But at the same time, I grew up in rural Northern California where it was very monocultural. There wasn't I, I didn't interact with people who were very different from me um, until I moved to another country at age 22, uh, having never left my hometown before. So um, I think having as a never child, lived I was outside your hometown. You had left. You didn't like you weren't chained to a post living in a commune. You said having never left your hometown. Yeah. You had left having... your hometown. Okay. I wish our listeners could hometown. see Aaliyah's face right now. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> climb out of a bunker at 22 to, well, you said you to a whole new world. Okay, yeah, that's an unbreakable commitment here. Exactly. Not, to get, not to get historical or hysterical. What do you um, think having never left my hometown before means? Sure, I understand. I understand that that's confusing. Have, having never lived outside of my hometown before, let me be clear. To, don't worry, anyone. I had a perfectly normal childhood, <laughs> although that could be debated. Um, having never lived outside of my hometown in rural rural Northern California, uh, I moved to another country at 22, and it was quite a shocking and jarring experience in in so many good ways. Um, and since then, I would like to. S- I would like to think of myself as a as a cultural learner. I like to have a posture of uh, learning when I travel or when I experience new people, new cultures, new beliefs, new food. Um, it is chinola, by the way. That is the the term for passion fruit in Spanish, and that cannot be debated. Um, Culture. Class. So yeah, I I think the thing for me about this podcast is it is an opportunity for all of us to. Um, continue to be learners of culture. And I, what I appreciate about this group is I think we all have open minds when talking about culture and when talking about the things that we experience and why did I feel a clash and what happened and 
Um, we like to say that there's no right and wrong. It's just different. And I like that this is a space outside of the rest of my life, which at least right now seems to be very polarizing. I like that we can live in this gray area and we can, we can talk about different perspectives and different filters in which we view life. And I don't know, I, I, I appreciate the, the, the open-mindedness, I guess. And that we can change our minds, right? Like that Absolutely. we can like, dang, Absolutely. like it, every time that I've learned something or changed my mind or been like, yo, like I've been doing this the wrong way or, or vice versa. Like, I don't know. That's a gift. It's yeah. really a gift to treat other people with grace that way and, and, and learn and, and give space for learning. Yeah. yeah. Lauren, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I am Lauren. I'm married to Marcos. I have unfortunately no fortunately lived in new jersey for my entire life um so a true jersey girl um have you ever left your hometown yes (laughs) oh my gosh really (laughs) um i am an er nurse um by training and that is my current job i work with the little ones the pediatric side of the er um which is an adventure um I, I guess I am the group's resident Corona advisor, because I'm not going to say expert, That's because right. no one's an expert in Corona. Um, so I am the group's Corona advisor and um, learning how to embrace my inner Latina um, via marriage, um, as in lesson one in our household was there will be no uncle ben's ready rice or anything of that sort you need to learn how to make rice <laughs> which which it was it was a very layered uh decision uh, that could also be your every- inner asian american because Aliyah and i had a very similar conversation uh, upon marriage i didn't really know that there was minute rice and things like that me neither yeah. <laughs> and, and then yeah then i was like wait huh and it's not as good I didn't grow up on minute rice, to be clear, Um, but I never knew that rice cookers existed. I remember that was a real conversation of, you cook rice not in a pot on the stove? What do you mean? Like, this is confusing to me. (laughs) And I think our first fight was. didn't have rice cookers. I assumed (laughs) that every household had a rice cooker. I think that that fight started with me being like, what is this? Yes. What is this? <laughs> Which, you know, tone can can play a real role here. So I just yes. want to lay that out there. What yeah. is this? It yeah. doesn't really open a, a conversation if we want to yeah. talk oh, about Oh yeah, no. That was I was on the wrong. I was I was on the wrong. Cuz she was trying to make me a dinner. We weren't married yet either. I think we were going out. We were she was trying to, she was working hard and like making a dinner for me and I totally greeted it with like this is not rice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's a culture And that's play. when I that's knew that I was in for an adventure. Right um, and and this is when we all started doing counseling, y'all. Yeah. Culture. And that's when yeah. I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be a interesting adventure. This is not a, <laughs> this is not a Dutch boy that I, you know, grew up around in a very uh, Dutch community. And, um, and frankly, with like, I embraced it and I was like, Hey, it's going to be really, it's going to be uphill and it's going to be challenging and stretching, but it's going to be cool at the same time. So with that, our, um, spice cabinet has grown exponentially. Um, I've embraced spices <laughs> and, and things and interesting things to put in my food and culture, uh, via different, um, uh, 
different adventures, different places we've been, um, languages we've tried to speak or um, navigate through different cities um, around the world. And it's been cool and um, a good time. So I guess I'm the only non, well, I'm the only person who doesn't have a mastery of Spanish. Um, in the group, I understand a decent amount. So when we start debating the term for passion fruit, I got nothing to contribute there. So it's pacha. It's yeah, pacha. she told you me it's chinola. Actually, Lauren texted no. me before we started. <laughs> the end of the trip, she's like, "You're so right." It's it's pas Does anyone say that? It's chinola. Um, chinola. It's all Greek to me. Um, no, I. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that's what I'll. I embracing uh, different cultures um, as best I can, um, and while trying to keep an open mind. Um, uh, is is kind of like a cool goal um, and a cool journey that anyone should be on. I agree. Yeah, well said. I would say, Lauren, you have lots of culture because as someone who grew up and only lived on the West Coast of the United States, there is a lot of culture for those that have only lived in New Jersey. And it's it stands out quite um, quite strongly to a West Coast cultured <laughs> person. You can hear my Jersey so. accent. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's very kind of different worlds in a way. Like maybe we don't <laughs> disagree on what you call passion fruit, but we might maybe disagree on on how to eat pizza. <laughs> yeah, or what pizza? What good pizza what is? Good pizza <laughs> is. Or what time you can go to a diner? All the time. <laughs> or what is a diner? <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, true. True. Twenty four hours. True, um, not to mention, True. Lauren, the context of your work is incredibly cross-cultural, and I'm sure that that's normal for you, so maybe it doesn't stand out, but um, hearing stories that you tell about work, I think that out of all of us, you probably find yourself in the most cross-cultural environment the most yeah. often, and so I think that's an, that's an insight that you bring to this podcast as well. Well, to, to add to that too, like in an ER people are in crisis and when you're in crisis is probably when you hold on the, the most dearest to your ideology right or your culture or your worldview because yeah, you're not thinking through you 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 are you're in crisis right yeah. like and so it's it's Instincts. that fight or flight moment so you get to see anywhere from like how different types of people raised our kids to what they think is the best decision for their kid to how they treat medical workers or the the role that medical workers play in their culture yeah. um, where, you know, or, or who has the more say. I mean, those are all culture things that we, we like to talk about here. Um, for, for me, I, I realize I never introduced myself. I'm Marcos. Marcos will, you'll see why I pronounced it that way in episode two. <laughs> uh, we talk about names, uh, but we, I, I grew up in Puerto Rico. Um, I was, I lived there till I was 14. And then literally overnight, my, family moved to Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, yeah, we, we moved from Guaynabo, Puerto Rico to Omaha, Nebraska in a matter of a weekend. It was one of those things that I don't know if I told you guys this story, but my dad got a job offer. He, we had known that it might've been looming there. So we had visited already, but, but we never thought that we would actually move, or at least I didn't. And my dad got a job offer on Friday. Um, I believe that he made the decision on a Saturday um, we told our family, cause I remember going to my grandparents' house about an hour away and telling them on Sunday that we were moving. We flew to Omaha, Nebraska on Monday and that was wow. Labor Day weekend. And, um, Tuesday, um, was my first day of school in cool. Omaha, Nebraska. I remember like, even though it was Labor Day weekend, like schools were still opening cause they were gearing up for, for, you know, opening. Yeah. 
um, is my first day of freshman. And so I remember, I remember thinking to myself, like Friday on that Friday, I had just been elected a couple days before like student council president. And I was really active in my school and all these things. And then I just never came, went back. I just never went back to that school. Like I just, on Tuesday I lived and started school in a different place. And, and, um, I remember sitting in my personal finance class because the counselor thought that I should take personal. I mean, I didn't even know that you could sign up for classes. The the idea of school was just completely different. And I was in this personal finance class. Um, and just being like, this is my life. Like, this is where I live now. Like this is, and, and it just, for me, I, th- I honestly believe that that was kind of like the genesis of me kind of understanding that like not everything's the way that I grew up in and, and that there's these people that in other ways seemed alien to me and I sure as heck seemed alien to them um, or was alien to them, right? And, and how to figure that out and how do you still live, have relationships, put your best foot forward, um, and so that's why I think I studied what I studied. I think that's why I have got my master's in cross-cultural studies and wanted to study religions and study different religions in the world, because I think I find myself more at home now in places where I'm not the, the dominant you know, yeah. person. Yep. Um, I, that for me feels like home because it's a, it's a really good place to, you really have to know who you are in some mm-hmm. in some ways, and and that that has led me not that I'm there yet, but uh, but led me to really think about things. So why not record it? That's right. <laughs> I've never heard that story about how quickly you guys moved. That's oh crazy. really? No, yeah, I don't think you'd ever not said how that. Quick. Yeah, yeah, that was a yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a. That's, that's a culture clash. That's yeah. culture shock. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, sure. I remember that like our stuff was packed like dad's company paid for the move and so like we just took a couple suitcases and then i mean it takes a while for your stuff to get from puerto rico to omaha nebraska so i remember like three four months later like we were opening boxes like oh look it's my my nightstand (laughs) it's felt like christmas a hamster (laughs) it's like oh look it's my lamp (laughs) it was just very weird uh but hey that's so awesome yeah, I'm glad I, I, I was able to share that. I, I thought you guys. You're still I a man I of mystery to us after all either. these years. Sorry, I had. <laughs> was that David? I hadn't introduced myself yet either. Uh, I started talking, <laughs> and I didn't say my name for the meet and greet. That's rule number one before meet and greet. You greet and meet. So I'm David. <laughs> David Nishizaki. I'm married to Aaliyah. We've been yeah, married. Yeah, I didn't say my name either. Thank you. Yeah, yo. Aaliyah, who never. <laughs> Guys, we suck at this. <laughs> oh, Lord. in a bunker. Mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that Kimmy Schmidt show. That's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which um, maybe you guys didn't hear this story, but when Aaliyah and I met, I'm actually the one that opened the hatch for her. <laughs> maybe you guys haven't heard that. Are you my mother? And then I just never left. Yeah. So this is the real world. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all. I'm fibbing. I'm fibbing. I'm fibbing. Uh, my name's David. Married to Aaliyah. We've been married 10 years. Next week. Um, Happy I anniversary. lived in California my whole life until I moved out of the country with Aaliyah at the same time. We lived in the Dominican Republic for two and a half years in El Caribe, which is where we learned that passion fruit in Spanish. Mi gente, chinola. chinola. <laughs> um, <laughs> After that, we lived in Mexico for two and a half years, which is where the Spanish really came into to being. 
I, uh, I was working on my bio for our website, so I came up with all the multis. I don't know if you guys saw that. Multiracial, multicultural, multilingual, millionaire, um, multimillionaire. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> One of these is not true. I wish the multimillionaire part was true, but the multiracial, multicultural, multilingual part is. And uh, in a way, I don't, I mean, I have not known anything different. And, uh, as someone in their mid-30s now, I am beginning to understand that whole life experience and its formative um, influence on me in ways like never before. And, you know, as a younger person, didn't pay close attention to those effects. But now understanding and really celebrating in ways that I enjoy recognizing how much of my life has been multicultural and existing in spaces that yeah aren't always majority or dominant culture um, but at the same time knowing that very well and uh, existing in that often as well so finding the nuance of culture is one of my favorite things i already said that but um but yeah that's that's more officially who i am for the meet and greet portion of this intro well, thanks so much, guys. I'm really excited to keep podcasting with you all. I hope that our listeners are still listening. And honestly, we're we really um, we we're new at this. We're DIYing a lot of it, but our mm-hmm. I think I speak for everyone. Our hope is to engage with whomever is that that wants to talk about these things, and Absolutely. we'll figure out ways to to um, create conversation. And I'm just gonna say we don't have all the answers. Uh, we don't have I even recognize that not uh, there's experiences that aren't even represented in this group and, and sure. Yeah. Maybe in the future there will be, but, um, but that doesn't stop us from wanting to like learn and talk more. And, and that's why we need, uh, people like listeners that want to share their experiences and what they think. And, and cause if anything, I don't want to be preachy. I want to keep learning. (laughs) We got lots of questions. Yeah, we got so uh thank you for listening. I hope you find this at least mildly entertaining. I don't know if anyone has any final words they want to say. Um entertaining. You heard it here first. You, you heard, heard it first. here first. And so with that we will uh sign off. And so thank you so much. Um and it's pronounced parcha. Thank you. Adios. Ciao. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>